and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, you guys, we are all back together in the Indigo basement. We are talking about a band that we love. I don't think there's any hyperbole on that. Mm. A band that we have great, great affection for. We're talking about Deftones. We are talking about their fourth album, self-titled. 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 Usually, when a band is recreating themselves. When a band is reflecting, when a band is going through it, they say, just slap our name on it, baby. Mm -hmm. It's us. It me. That's really (laughs) what it's saying. It me. Okay. All right. right. So we're going to talk all about this self-titled Deftones album today. But before we get into that, we have got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting. Who is. And more importantly, who's getting mentioned in a magazine. Who's getting mentioned in a magazine. It's us. It's us, everybody. What? Jenny, Matt, we were mentioned in an interview with listener of the show. And Instagram extraordinaire, Rachel, head of the Mosher Mags Instagram. This is a Instagram in which she does exactly what the tag says. Posts from uh, uh, from magazines like Kerrang! and Rock Sound from the UK from the uh, mid-90s, early 2000s. Mosher Mags. You know, Mags for Moshers, which I guess is what they were called. Over in the UK. Yeah. Which is our people. These are people that activate the pit. These are pit activators. So she was interviewed by DazedDigital.com, Dazed Magazine. And in she breaks down, you know, where she gets all of her photos from, from all the magazines, the bands that she loves, the fashion that she loved from that era. And she gets asked, let me find the question. She said, who do you think is continuing the Mosher legacy in 2020? And she said, the Roach Coach podcast have totally got the same vibe as what I'm going for with Mosher Mags. They revisit new metal albums to see if they hold up in the hope of creating a new metal canon. Hilarious, genuine, and done with love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jenny, this warmed your heart. Oh, it sure did. I was really nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, who knew? You told 12-year-old me that I'd get mentioned in a British fashion magazine. Mm. Talking about new metal, I would have been like... You made it, kid. <laughs> we, made it. <laughs> we made it. So we have news. This is the last <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. No, I, and 35-year-old me feels the same way. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you go to daysdigital.com, you can find that whole interview. And I highly recommend following the at uh, MosherMags on Instagram. Photos of all our boys, Jonathan, Fred, everybody. Plus, you know, Sum 41, Blink-182, Manson. Yeah, yeah. Got to have the Manson in there. So, um, thank you so much. So awesome. And my daughter likes it too. I mean, oh, well, your your daughter is a mini mosher. That's as correct. We learned earlier. You yeah. guys came into the basement today and saw her just crowd killing some pillows. Yeah. Oh, those, <laughs> just, those pillows are done. She was yeah. throwing down when we came down here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Also, we've got to talk about who's recommending. Who's recommending? Who is? I'll tell you who. Gage Johnson. Gage Johnson. Gage Johnson. <laughs> Gage Johnson. Action hero, I'm sure. That's a great name. Uh, says, another suggestion for another new metal band is Prison. 
Either album NGRI or Still Alive are good and very new metal. They're also pretty short if you guys ever feel like doing a double album episode or a short episode. <laughs> That's a hot tip. That's the hottest tip of all, Gage. <laughs> Want to do a short one? I don't mean to tell on myself too much, but these albums sometimes feel a little long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, short a short episode. Yeah, we wouldn't necessarily be mad about that. Well, thank you, Gage. We'll definitely Matt, is it possible could you pull up a prison song? Yeah, they're just called Prison P R I S O N. Yep. And uh they have two albums, NGRI or Still Alive. Okay, so this is the most popular song on Spotify. This is Still Alive from Prison. Pinch harmonics? Yeah, I think Gage is right. I think Gage is right. We're going to prison. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to prison. Okay, sure. You made me snort on that one. I love it. All right, Gage. All right. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Uh, I mean, also, I mean, let's be real. Like that, that kind of sealed the deal. But it does. St- that song's called "Still Alive," and it starts with like an EKG meter, <laughs> the heartbeat returning. <laughs> Came with receipts. Yeah, I like that. All right, this very is nice. how I know he's still alive. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly right. Prove it. Uh, perfect. All right. Well, thank you. Also, uh, we have some feedback on our flaw episode. Flaw feedback. Wow. It's been yeah, a long time. It's been a while. All right. Uh, Matt Murphy says, I love this album for what it is, but I think the vocals can be a little bit much sometimes. He hollers through some of the tracks like he's in the middle of a yawn, which in turn makes this song like a wait for me sound so refreshing. That was my exact thought when I popped in the CD for the first time after discovering it in the dollar bin at a local music store. Also, as touching as a lot of the lyrics may be, it sounds like Dr. Seuss made a rock album. Hey, Dr. Wow. Seuss has feelings too. He does. Also, it was uh, as we record this, it was Dr. Seuss's birthday last week. Oh. Yeah, I found this out because it was Dr. Seuss week at my uh, son's school. So mm. every day, different wacky thing. Wacky Socks Day. Green Eggs and Ham. Green Day. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, pajama Day. Right. Um, oh, the places you'll go day. Crazy Hat Day. Okay. And um, did they just all jump on you? Um, I what I find is when I roll in, there's usually one or two kids who want to tell me about what they're doing. Mm. Like, hey, check this out. Hey, Ronan's dad, check this out. Oh, okay, cool, good for you. That's usually, yeah, the extent of their my interaction with with children. Okay, that aren't my own. So it wasn't Hop on Pop Day. It was not Hop on Pop. Well, Hop on Pop, not Dr. Seuss. What? Yeah. Who's Hop on Pop? Hop on Pop. Get this. What the? F- okay. I was sad for Hop on Pop was Dr. Seuss. Hop on Pop. How is Hop on Pop not Dr. Seuss? Oh wait, is Hop on? Maybe. He- wait, hold on. Maybe I'm wrong. If oh, Hop that is. Pop oh, that is Dr. Okay. Seuss. Okay, I there was is- about to. Okay, I'm die. sorry. I was about to. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. Die. I stand corrected. There is another book <laughs> no, that not. is in <laughs> that realm that I've always thought that is like a rhyming book with a symbol, but it's not Dr. Seuss. 
and I can't think of what one it was because I encountered it. Stomp on pump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, remember stomp on pump? It's the gas station version. Yeah, um, <laughs> but no, there's one. Um, yeah, there's one that uh, that is like one I always thought was Dr. Seuss recently, and for some reason in my brain, when you said it, I was like, oh, it's Hop on Pop for sure, but it is not. Although Mom on Mom, when you Google Hop on Pop, apparently Hop on Pop is banned. Apparently, the Toronto Public Library oh. was banned it because oh, a parent requested that it be banned because it encourages children to use violence against their fathers. Did you hear my eyes rolling? Oh, my Lord. I mean... If you read the book, it literally says hop on pop, and then it says don't hop on pop. It's a lesson. Yeah, don't hop on pop. Stab your father. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll go to prison. Uh, Prison. Exactly right. Beep, beep. That's your pop. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead because you hopped on him. Thanks, Dr. Seuss. All right. Uh, thanks, Matt. <laughs> thanks. Well, that was a journey. <laughs> um, Mike Newton says, what a stinker. Love the first album. It was definitely uh, an album that stood out amongst its peers at the time, like Third Strike, Dope, Taproot. Honestly, after listening to all their stuff, it feels like they blew their load on the first try. They put everything into that album, and then when they moved on to their second one, they struggled to find material that was fresh and relevant. On top of that, the production was thin, which took away all of their layers. By this time, they had been rock stars for like a year or two, and it just seemed like they took all the bad things about being a rock star with them onto the second album, like Drug Addiction. Some folks can make Drug Addiction work well into the music. These dudes don't. Either way, love the episode, love you guys, and thanks for all you do. Keep on rolling. P.S. In doing this album, does this signal that we are getting into the second round of the second tier new metal bands albums like Dope, Primer 55? Both had great second albums that showed a lot of maturity. Just a thought. Thanks, guys. Well, I know. I mean, all three of us huge Edsel Dope fans. <laughs> all chomping at the bit to do another Dope album. Truly. So, and then Primer 55. It has truly been a it, while. It's been a while. It's been on the list. It has been. I um, feel yeah. mm-hmm. a little red. I feel like they kind of know mm-hmm. what's coming. Okay. All right. My kid is not happy about being red. Yep. Mm. Yep. Not at all. She's like, be less predictable. Mm. Yeah. Um, Jenny, what does Elric have to say? Elric says, drain STH, defenestration, nocturne, Texas, and level C, Ohio, would be my recos for the female month special oh that's right we did ask for stuff for a possible female month or just in general females females month yeah or in general just <laughs> ladies, ladies month ladies month ladies doing new metal boob month boob month is that what we want to do nice. badge month yeah i can say whatever i want mm. i'm the only woman here wow I'm a dad. Wow. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that day, that's 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 good. Those are good ones. I mean, I didn't. I've never heard of defenestration, nocturne, or level C. So, yeah, there we go. Actually, Matt, in the in the uh, you know fair play here, can we pull up one? Can we pull up a song by one of them? What, what do you think, of Jenny? Which one did you want to hear a song from? Oh, geez, I don't know. Probably defenestration. Okay, Matt, if you can see me get a defenestration track. Sure. I mean, that is an easy band to look up. Oh, no. I found the artist finally. Here we go. This is the Lobotomy. Nope. I don't think I have defended. No. Guys, I'm hoping I'm right. Here we go. Oh, 
sounds on the right track. I don't think. So. I don't think that's them. Okay. No. Let's uh, let's see uh, let's see what let's look up uh, level C. Level C. All right, artist level C. I also don't think <laughs> this is right. Well, let's see. Let's see. All right, here we go. You never know. You never know. Is there a woman? I don't see a lady. <laughs> I'm going to do see all artists. I don't think this is right. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> all right. We're going to need to do a little bit more digging. Yeah, As we uh, know, we like yeah. to bury our women. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll unearth them and, and listen to some of these. Thank you very much, Elric. Uh, thank you, Elric. Uh, Gareth Davies says, would love to hear some Drain, a.k.a. Drain STH. Prepare for the changing of your life oh, of their two albums. Horror wrestling is very grungy without any real hip-hop influence, but definitely has the downtune riffage and pop hooks, while Freaks of Nature has more of a new metal sound. In particular, Simon Says, which is basically wake up sheeple, if somebody says throw your hands in the air and wave them around, if you just don't care, you don't have to, you're your own person. Okay. Fun trivia, vocalist Maria... Uh, Sholholm has been married to Tony Ayami for about 15 years. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yeah, congrats. Uh, Austin Count says this episode was orgasmic. Pop, 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 pop. Smiley face. But for real, I never really got into Flaw, so this album was very boring to me. Lauren's UPS truck, Thomas the Tank Engine bit, made me spit take some hot water. <laughs> oh, some water, though. I don't know why I made the water hot. I added that. Uh, that's fine. You know, you got to add your own embellishment here. Yeah. Um, I loved that moment in the show where you said that Thomas the Tank Engine is just a show about the moods of the train. There's been, I thought we were done with it. I thought we were done you with You thought Thomas. you were out? I thought I was out on Thomas the Train. I thought Thomas the Train was done, past it, and that uh, my life was just going to be frozen, frozen, two frozen for the two rest for the, the rest of mm-hmm. my life. But we've recently re entered in the books. And um, it's been very interesting to just basically watch. Um, re- I read this one book recently, this last week, like four times, in which um, they find an old train that has no real use anymore, and they're basically just trying to find an employment. And it just made me think about like, like some old sitcom where it's like some like old war buddy or college buddy shows up, and the main characters, and he's like, "I just need like some help, you know? You just help me out." And he's like, "Oh, I'll get you a job." At the at the grocery store, but it's like, oh, he's always dropping the oranges. And it's like, oh, I'll get you a job over here at the mill. It's like, ah, oh, well, he, you know, he showed up late. You know, it was like that. But that's like with a train. Like this train can't do anything. And I'm just like reading the story. I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe this train has no use anymore. And at the end of it, here's the kicker. At the end of this story, this train discovers some missing treasure. So he gets a job in the castle. Well. Doing what? <laughs> Being a train. Doing a train in, in, the in a castle? castle. If you have a train that can discover treasure, it was literally just that something broke and he just happened to be parked in front of it. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> Life is half luck. You know, the life, other half. Life is half luck. Life yeah. is th- literally half luck. Half it is. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've learned that a ton of these stories start with all these guys getting baths. 
Well, yeah. Oh, so yeah, like, it's the other half of life. Yeah. Half luck, half yeah. baths. And all sleep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All these trains go to sleep at the end of the day. I just want to mention that. No night drives. They're all, they'll go back <laughs> and they're all, they all go to sleep. All My car goes to sleep when I go to sleep. Jenny, That's its a lies. Jenny, Jenny, I tuck it in. Does your car have a name? Yeah. Seriously? No. Okay. Does Sir Topham Hat come out? Yeah. Talk to your car. Oh, yeah, your car. No. yeah, my car lost weight recently. <laughs> great. Great. I thought it was looking fit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been watching what it eats yeah, and uh, it's great. great. Uh, Getting really good um, sleep hygiene, my car. That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Luis, uh, Luis Castro Mercado said, the, uh, these are some other female-led new metal band albums I know. Uh, Velcra, their album Consequences of Disobedience. Good title. C9, Jack in the Box. F-Line, I'm sorry, Five Line Legacy, Switch EP. Okay. And about Flaw, this album is beautiful and moving. I liked it, but it's not new metal. Don't know if it is orgasmic, honestly. I expected that word to come up during a Deftones episode. Well, we're about to find out. And Chris Vasconcelos says, the fact that somewhere, someone, or someone somewhere is throwing ropes all over this album is kind of (laughs) concerning. You're not wrong, Chris. You're not wrong. Yeah. Somebody's, listen. Think about this. Just about every album that you can think of. Someone's throwing somebody's rope. throwing some ropes. At least on one rope. Maybe even accidentally. Yeah, could be. I don't know. <laughs> could, be, could be an accidental <laughs> a rope. Misfire. A rope slip. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be. I didn't mean to throw a rope to this album. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, no. Uh, what a bummer. Yeah, that's, that's the true peril of the shuffle feature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I, I don't want this album to get the wrong idea. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. I did not mean to throw a rope to it. have to, to sit down and have a talk with the album. Uh, Sir Topham Hat is there. Yeah, I, I brought I brought some help. This is my my sober buddy, Sir Topham Hat. That's good. <laughs> There's a sad train outside. Yeah, but he uh, got a lot of rest. <laughs> a lot of There's rest. A well rested sad train. Oh my oh, yeah. god, yeah. eyes bright as the day itself. Yeah. Um, but that also does lead you to the problem of a train oversleeping and missing. <laughs> That yeah. is true. That train is depressed. Yeah. That's the train. True. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be fine. Yeah. That is it for who's tweeting. Keep on saying hello. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Matt, the clock is ticking on these activate the pit tees. Gotta tell you, Roach Riders and Indigo Angels are showing up. And still, time for people who are like, look. I want to come in, but I got to wait a little bit. But time is running out. Activate this pit. Two colors. Full color or black on red. Beautiful. Sweet Mitchell's going to print them out. He sure is. Mm-hmm. And he can do a good job. Yeah. He does the best job. International shipping. Local shipping. Shipping. We'll get it to you. Shippy shipping. Shippy We're going to get Shippy involved. <laughs> shippy gonna, is Shippy. He's going to help us ship. If Shippy hears this and reaches out to us, Shippy's going to get a shirt. There we go. All right. There you have it. And I mean, Jenny, you wow. are wearing some Mitch gear right now. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Looks very stylish. Very cool. Wearing his skin. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I know, I'm not. I'm just wearing a hoodie that he made. Uh, uh, so sorry though. to scare everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Go to roachcoach.com and then hit store and then boom, you're there. You're there. You're there. All right. 
it's time, you guys. It's time to talk about the album of the week, Deftones by Deftones. I love this. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on May 20th, 2003. That's a come down record. Mm-hmm. Indeed, a come down record. Jenny, history with the Deftones self-titled album. Uh, the first time I saw, well, I think they were getting ready to, no, I think the first time I saw them, they were touring this album. I okay. saw them in Grand Rapids. Um, I remember somebody that I was friends with was like really, really into it. And I was like, is it new metal? And they were like, no, listen to it. It's not new metal. It's like cool and i was like all right and then i did and it's still uh, we'll talk about it mm-hmm. but uh, i loved minerva which was the first single um i really liked this album so uh i was into it i had fun i had fun seeing them i saw them at uh the intersection Ooh, in wow. grand rapids yeah whoa with thursday and thrice i think mm, wow that's was, those are some interesting tour choices it mm. was it was right around thanksgiving i remember thinking well, who are they going to have Thanksgiving dinner with? <laughs> you were so um, considerate. I was just like, I hope they have a nice time. <laughs> I think it was like, it was very near Thanksgiving. Anyway, yeah, that's my history with this with this album. How about you, Lauren? So this was a hotly anticipated record for me, summer 2003. As I've said before on the show, greatest summer of my life. I'm just like ready for this Deftones record to come. I am living in, I'm uh, doing a summer semester at school. So I'm like, don't have like access to like either reliable record stores or record stores that aren't going to charge me like $19 for this album. Right. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just have somebody buy it for me, my mom or somebody and mail it to me. I go to the college radio station, which I am now the manager of. I am sick with power. Oh, no. And I walk in and. What do you see? I'm picking up the mail. Open up this bag. I know what's about to happen. Six promo copies. Wow. Six? They sent us just a stack of these things. And I'm talking like, I don't know, a week or two prior to release. I'm like, let's go. This is the most magical piece of mail I've ever received. So the copy I have here in front of me is one of those promo copies. Says right there, a little stamp on it. Oh, I'm familiar with that yeah. stamp. Very nice. And uh, yeah, I was thrilled over the moon. Loved this record. Blasting it all summer long. And uh, on top of that, and I guess we'll get into that, but the reviews, the Rolling Stone review, four fucking stars. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, Deftones, back. Let's go. I was actually... I was excited for the record, but I remember when I heard Minerva, I was like, I hope we got some rippers to accompany this moody boy. But we'll get into that. Matt, history, Deftones self-title. Well, I never bought it, and I never heard it. Mm. And I will say that if you're a long-time listener or somebody who's gone back through the back catalog, I started pretty harsh on Deftones. Mm -hmm. Pretty much not a fan, and over the course of 196 episodes, I have softened to the deaf. They're not the deftones. I know it's just deftones. 
It's been, okay. It's I've okay, been, Matt. Guys, Sorry, I have PTSD about Deftones. <laughs> That's nothing to joke about either. So sorry about that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I we have some scars with Deftones. Mm. Uh, I've been anxious about this album. Oh, okay. Well, I want you. This is okay for one. Your house, so incredibly safe space. And yeah, I want you to know it's gonna be it's gonna be the all most right. heat I have ever taken. Yes, which is. The, the most minuscule amount of heat yeah. anybody could take always comes from Deftones episodes. Listen, they are the, the fan base of the Deftones, which do we know what a Deftones fan is called? What are they called? A Tony. A Tony? Sure. Okay. So the Tonys. <laughs> All right. Not to be confused with it. Yeah. Not to be confused with the Tonys. Correct. All right. We're talking about the Tonys, which are, and also do not be confused with pretty Tonys, which are fans of Ghostface Killer. All right. right. So. Or just people named Tony. That's true. Also, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. a little confusing. Little, man. All right. But we're going to stick with this. They're called Tonys. <laughs> not the Tonys. Just Tonys. Just Tonys. Don't. I'm so Midwest. I want to put the in plural. Yes. No. Yeah. Look, right. just <laughs> strike the. <laughs> Tonys. Tonys. You fan, yeah. you're a Tony. Uh, Tonys are so into Deftones that when there was a survey put up on what is the best Deftones album, it was basically no consensus. All albums were good. No albums were bad. They're like, no, they're all great. No dissension. No like, ah, yeah, they kind of fell off. No, no, no. That record's, yeah. So there's no dissension. So there's never been, for a hardcore Tony, they've never dipped. They've never had like a slump. It's always just been like killer, killer, killer. Yeah. Unbelievable. Incredible. Even, even the covers record. Even the covers record. That's that's pretty killer, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I guess, am I a, I'm a Tony. You're oh, a big I'm a, Tony. I'm a big Tony. I'm big, a big Tony. Huge but not Tony. to be confused with big Tony fans from <laughs> right. The Simpsons. That's right. Mm-hmm. Who are just big Tonys. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Or Sopranos fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Well, those are called Soapies. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like a well, given. You know what? Fuck me. <laughs> I'll take the heat on this one, man. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> you. I'll, uh. I'll shield you. <laughs> um, Jenny, on this album, who is in Deftones? Who is in Deftones? On this album, we've got Chino Moreno on lead vocals and rhythm guitar, Stephen Carpenter on lead guitar, drums on anniversary of an uninteresting event, and bass on needles and pins. Chi Chang on bass and backing vocals. Frank Delgado on keyboards. 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 And Abe Cunningham on drums. When I saw that it was Frank on keyboards, I just immediately thought of James Murphy doing Losing My Edge and like being like, I turned in my turntables. And I was just like, wow, was he talking about Frank? But no, probably <laughs> not. Uh, Jenny... Producer on this album, Terry Date. Terry Date. Whoa. Yeah. So this was the last record that Terry Date did with the boys. He's sick of their shit. Literally, that was the case. <laughs> yes. This record was late. They came into the studio with no songs. And Terry Date was like, what? 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 The studio is booked. You are burning money. <laughs> 
I, I don't know if the Wikipedia says, Jenny, how late this record was, but I feel like it was originally supposed to come out in 2002. It was recorded uh, from March of October to 2002. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure when it was supposed to be released, but. But that is, I mean, that's a long, it's also a pretty long recording time, all mm-hmm. things considered. So, interesting news, not officially, officially confirmed, but pretty much confirmed. The new Deftones record that is coming out this year, Terry Date, he's back. Oh, they took some time. It's been 17 years. 17 years. And and apparently, but also this record, this is a four-year gap between albums uh, since uh, Gore came out in, I think that's 2016. And they said, uh, Deftones said that they had, they decided they took a year off in the middle of recording and they just took it easy. And they had some of this, this is the reports from uh, Frank and from Abe that they just had the most relaxed, fun time making this record because they did not push themselves to be in a hurry and just vibed it out. So it'll be interesting to see. <laughs> Terry's probably like, God <sighs> damn it. Ah, you bring me back in and then we take four years to make a record. Um, so excited to hear that. But yeah, so this was the, the last one. This one, yeah, this was apparently very fraught uh, recording situation there. I guess we'll get into some of uh, some of the comments about some of the songs. This album debuted number two. Whoa. Number two. Highest charting album to date by the band. Sold 167,000 copies opening week. Went on to sell over 500,000 gold status nice very well done good job uh jenny genre tags we've got alternative metal experimental rock and shoegazing (laughs) whoa (laughs) not shoegaze shoegazing yeah you're which is a lot more active version of shoegaze like literally looking at feet (laughs) yeah a lot of feet songs. Get ready. The ter- they're they're t- Tarantinos. Oh yeah, they're Tarant- <laughs> Tar- feet fans are known as Tarantino. Tarantinos. <laughs> uh, how was that date last night, Jenny? How did it go? Was he cool? Yeah. Was he into anything weird though? Mm-mm. Was he a Tarantino? Mm-mm. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reviews for this album: Rolling Stone, four out of five stars. Tremendous. When I I was still getting Rolling Stone magazine at the time, and when I saw that review, I have I've often said that like I was not reading the right magazines for the genres I was actually interested in, and so it was always kind of disappointing when a band that I really liked uh, would uh, get like a middling review or get like not quite there type of review. So to see the four stars for Deftones in Rolling Stone, I was like. Finally, acknowledgement for my boys. And uh, the reviews by Greg Cott said, The mood swings like a wrecking ball on the Deftones' fourth album. This is metal that crushes, then soothes, collapses, then soars. Headbangers will find moments of extreme violence to savor on Deftones, but the Sacramento, California quintet also bears traces of blissed-out bands such as My Bloody Valentine and A.R. Kane, art rockers who took overdriven guitars to rapturous heights. Singer Chino Marino sounds like he's conversing with a choir of voices inside his troubled skull. He's the most dada of the new metal screamers, sobbing, stoned, and strangely sensual Ooh. when he Ooh, isn't shredding is. his tonsils. 
The band brings the requisite brutality, but this album delivers chills when it creeps past the margins of modern post-corn heavy music. The spooky spaghetti western drones that hover like vultures over death blow, the spaces the place lift off of Minerva, and the ambient doomscape Lucky You, which might be worth an approving smirk from the Aphex Twin. Just when new metal seemed utterly played out, Deftones blows open the possibilities. Wowie zowie. Jenny did not... Okay, My Jenny. eyes are rolling. Oh, wow. Jenny's oh, eyes are rolling. Jesus her fucking head. Christ. That review was so... Ugh. Why? That's a classic Rolling Stone review. Classic Rolling Stone I hate review. it. I hate it. We'll just... That's fine. I know lots of people love it. They make whole books out of their dumb reviews. I own it. I know you do. I know you love it. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, get your hand out of your pants. Just write about the fucking... <laughs> Might give a smirk to the Aphex Twin. Oh. Go away from me. That was Please. three ropes. Leave my three. house. Honestly, that's at least... a Listen, four stars, four Th- ropes. Four ropes. I just, like... I don't know. I don't know, man. I've got like a threshold <laughs> for flowery. All shit. right, all right. And and so so you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum, Pitchfork reviewed this album and gave it a four point seven out of ten. Out of ten, and I won't read the whole thing, but it's it's back. This is back in the day when Pitchfork used to have uh, conceptual reviews, and so this one's written as if it's a an email to I think the editor and the uh, the header. Um, is, um, hey, the music does sound better inside your own ass. That's the first line of the <laughs> review. Wow. And then it goes from there. Oh, it's written It's written from the point of view of a fan of Deftones who is mad that Pitchfork doesn't like, def- like Deftones. I see. Very meta. Um, that is yeah. terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. So, listen, later on, people came in, reviewed, you know, reviewed white pony for da- pitchfork give it a very positive review so you know earth keeps turning things keep coming around it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah all right it's true that's time true. comes for us all <laughs> even for people who write conceptual pitchfork reviews it happens <laughs> um oh yeah so we talk uh we gotta talk about this album cover this album cover in my opinion is awesome and mm. it rules okay. thoughts opinions well jenny I've already rolled my eyes at one thing you like today. Okay. So it's a skull surrounded by um, blue and red roses. And this is Deftones in the nice little font there, the Deftones font. Mm-hmm. What is and is not working for you on this, Jenna? I think this, uh, this whole skull thing is, it, maybe it's just not for me, you know? Mm-hmm. I can see that it's for you. It's for many people. I figured it was a it was a, a reference to the Latino heritage, like Day of the Dead, Dios de Madras, that whole thing, mm. which did not occur to me at the time. I just thought they were like, oh, let's, let's put a sick skull in the front. That's dope. Also, yeah, liner notes here. Like it even has a little sticker on the front that advertises the fact that this is an enhanced CD. Ooh, and that this is uh, a special. 20 page color booklet with 150 candid photos of the band. Wow. I don't know if there's, I didn't count, but also there's a lot of arty action going on here with a uh, weird yeah. uh, light bleeding and uh, stuff. 
a very pensive looking chino here. Don't worry, we are going to talk about chino's hair. It's going to come up. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, and all, oh, and even they even make a, a a point. There's Frank's hand on, on the keyboard. keyboard. Yeah, proof. 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 You needed it. It's in the liner notes, baby. Um, My kid needed proof. Your kid's like, where's that fucking proof? All right. I think I think we're ready to dive into this thing. Let's do it. All right. The first track is Hexagram. So yeah, so I had heard in the lead up to this record, yeah, they're switching it up. Maybe they're not going to be so new metal. But then you get into that chorus, that worship with the chug. And also this thing seems like a, I mean, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of Be Quiet and Drive vibe from the open of it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the Deftones, at the end of the day, I mean, they're going to chug it up. I mean, it's going to come back around. They can't get away from it as much as they try to, Shoe, do some shoegazing at their feet. Their sound is them. Yeah, like it's yeah. still. Yeah, well, they're not not going to do this. No. Jenny, thoughts on hexagram? It's a ripper. It is. It's a ripper. It's a ripper. It's really good, and I agree that they have. You aren't going to hear Deftones and mistake them for someone else. I don't think so. Even though this definitely does lean like this album for sure leans a little bit into like more of the like alternative shoe shoegazing as we'll call it. But it's still like, it's still them. It's still got element. It's the chug. You're right. Mm -hmm. Like the chug isn't going anywhere. And I love it. I think Chino sounds great. Love these screams. Oh yeah. There's a actually, Matt, if you want to go to 135, like my dude, my dude's like, yeah, track one. Let me just shred my throat. All right. Here's 135. <laughs> Leaving it all out. All there. of it. He's just like, yeah, nothing left. Track one. I'm just going to just. Yeah, so yeah, I wrote in, coming in hot and screeching, the Deftones are back. I'm sorry, Deftones are back. Let's fucking go. I mean, the worship play play chorus is killer. They just came to fuck it up. 
I loved it. What an incredible hot open. What a way to go. And um, I, I was, you know, I had to go over to songmeetings.com. Oh, boy. Well, you got to take a dip. Ugh. Everyone, everyone, when you take a dip, there's already a lot of people in the pool, Matt. You might need to wait in line because 57 comments. Uh, Jenny, too, too much information here. Jenny, everyone's going all over the place. They're comparing this song to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. They are going line by line, telling you how it works out. It's tremendous. It's insane. And I, I don't know. Did you have any? I mean, yeah, they're all pretty much novels. I don't know if there was one that you kind of liked better or thought there might have been something worth no, I, I think it's just worth mentioning that if you're if you're interested in some really people taking some liberties with what the song could mean and and leaning in as hard as they can, you, you might want to check out song meanings for this song. Yeah, I did find one interesting comment in response to Elmo 17, who did write a, a very extensive piece on how the song is about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Deadly Wombat responded to it and said, to tell you the truth, I don't know what the fuck this song means, but it's damn good. Elmo 17, you are the fucking smartest person I know. I couldn't f- have figured that out by myself. So while all these big, weird takes are going on, everyone is being pretty respectful, saying, all right, I hadn't thought of it that way. You're a genius. You figured it out. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's do it. Up next, we've got Needles and Pins. There he is. There he is. How did you come to be so All right, where should I go? Oh, it's coming. It's coming. This one is a moody boy with some menace, kind of in the vein of my my uh, my own summer shove it. Um, but also gets me reminds me a little bit of the first album with those background screams, kind of a little bit of throwback in that way. Hmm. And um, it was interesting. Like this was an album that was like in constant rotation for me in two thousand three, and to like listen to it like more analytically, just to catch more of the references, catch more of like them sort of bringing back old sounds 
was just very interesting and like because it really just made me think of like I've been only listening to this album in like a I'm ready to fucking rock mode and like to listen to it in like a let's talk about this mode it was just very interesting because I was catching more things. It was like uh and it was good. It wasn't like uh like oh there's nothing else here. I'm like oh there's so much more here. So very much enjoyed this one, Jenny. Love the riff. Mm. Love that riff. Mm-hmm. Uh, good old Deftones, I will say. When mm-hmm. I heard this, I was just like, yep. <laughs> That's the deaf. That's ho ho. Ooh, I almost said the deaf tones. <laughs> it's already plural. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good old deaf tones. Uh, I liked this a lot. This, yeah, I mean, this felt more. Um, it didn't feel super new to me. Mm. The riff was a little bit new, but overall, I'm not sure how new this felt. But I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does have that one part. Um, where uh, I think it's in the middle of the song where they're like, you know, who wants to fuck with this now? That's like mm-hmm. a little, like a little new. Uh, not quite. Uh, Matt, thoughts on Needles and Pins? This very much feels like classic Deftones. This is when when I put down my ticket to see them, I'm expecting this sound. Mm-hmm. Great energy, great riffs. I'm in. I'm, I'm much more into the into the sound now of mm-hmm. Deftones than right. I was then. And I'm a convert. I, I, I think this is really good. Matt, are you now making plans? To, are you going to get your Chino body tattoo on your chest or your back? Um, I, Well, both, mm. but it's front and back. Oh, okay. Well, So it's almost yeah. like he's through me. <laughs> it's like that uh, Taz and Bugs Bunny shirt. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Well, we'll have to talk about, Matt, when you do, what hair version of Chino you're going to get. Because Chino has famously gone through many different versions mm-hmm. of his hair. There's mm-hmm. the pomade. There's the infamous Correct. bleach tips. Yeah, spikes. And then there is the hair that he was rocking during this album cycle, which we failed. We were going to have to go back, talk about the video for Hexagram. Oh, that's right. Chino has an incredible combination, incredible look in this video. Floppy hair, mm-hmm. button up, pink, was that like collared shirt? Yeah. And uh, with a sweater on top. Yeah. That was that was it. That was it in two thousand three. Uh, I wrote in my notes, sweaty. He's sweaty. Floppy hair Chino with a pink button up over black pullover. Seems hot in both senses of the term. They have bust in fans to watch them perform who are hyped as fuck. Mm-hmm. Great video. Incredible video. Jenny, thoughts on the video? Uh, Chino on a bridge. <laughs> what you going to do? <laughs> yeah, he's floppy. It, it really like I listening to this really did take me back to like 2003 and thinking mm-hmm. about like there was so much swoopy hair. Mm-hmm. Like the swoops, there were swoops. Swoops on swoops. Swoops on swoops. Lots of like that uh, pulling back in that like preppier look mm-hmm. or bullet belts. You oh. kind of had to make your mm-hmm. kind of had to make your choice. Yeah. Or I can, not. I could never get on board with the bullet belts. I, I, I think I was just too old. I, you know, I wasn't, but. I just could never do it. I mm. was like, I would love very much to look like basically like a grungy, crusty person <laughs> with like a million patches and <laughs> like tights and shorts. And I just like was always like, I don't think I'm going to 
be able to do that. I've been pretty much like a jeans and a cami girl. Mm. <laughs> Maybe since I was born. Because mm. she came out in jeans and a cami. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> My kid was born with teeth. Well, mine was fully clothed. Yeah. <laughs> she was wearing flares. <laughs> I did get away from flares. Uh, uh, songmeanings.com. Just tremendous shit going on here. 36 comments. Uh, Jenny, did you have any uh, comments that you enjoyed from this one? Uh, yes. The happiest caller said, oh, and pins and needles. They're probably nervous about their wedding. <laughs> it's like, ah, <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. sure. Uh, yeah. And um, actually, that one had, uh, I really like that one. And then there was a, a second comment uh, that said, oh, maybe that was the one. Forget it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought the the other comment that was very good was from Def Linus, who um, there was some controversy in the comments about whether or not this song is about a woman or about the relationship between Chino and Steven, oh. because it was very contentious making this album. I was going to ask, what is the state of Deftones during this record? Bas- of- basically, Chino's marriage is falling apart. And he's deep into the rock star lifestyle, okay. which is meaning ladies, okay, the drinky drink, got it, and drugs, mm-hmm. the triumvirate. That's right, the triumvirate. The triumvirate. I mean, you can flip that if you're a lady. It's trouble with boys or ladies or ladies or drinky drink. <laughs> Or, or drink, drink you drink. drink. Or drugs. Drug and drugs. Girl, girl drugs. <laughs> girl drugs. You gotta get some girl drugs. Girl, dr- girl drugs. Poppers. Poppers. Poppers, for sure. Girls love to loosen up their butthole. <laughs> get me some anal nitrate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are those girls doing over there? They're doing poppers. Oh, Don't worry about it. I've done a lot of poppers. <laughs> They make everything so funny for a minute. I don't know about the whole like. Are we on poppers right now? <laughs> no. Oh, I, my bee hole is unclean. I didn't oh, realize that would be like a super weird thing to say, but I t- I was like hanging out with like my brother and his boyfriend at the time, and we all were just like doing poppers, watching '90s movies, just <laughs> laughing. I woke up with such a bad hang. I mean, we were drinking too, but Jesus, oh. I felt uh, like... There it is. Two of them. The That's drinky drinkies and, and the girl drugs. drugs. And there was no... I was hanging out with my brother and his boyfriend, yeah, so, so no, boys. no triumvirate for no, me. No triumvirate there. for you. So yeah, so there was the thought that Chino and Steven, a bit of butting heads, and famously, that is still a bit of friction. On Gore, there was a quote where Steven said... Yeah, um, I'll let you know when I got some riffs. And Chino was like, let me know when you got something that inspires me. Like fucking, like putting that out in the main. Yeah, I'm just waiting for something that inspires me. You know, I'm sure they'll shoot me something. Wow. Woo. But apparently they took they took four years to make this new record. They took it easy. Terry came back. All right. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fine now. You know. They were supposed to put it. He signed on, and he's like, "All right, I'm not gonna get fooled again. We're gonna put this record out, 2016. Let's do this. No yeah. problem." Four years later, oh my I god, I hate you guys so much. Maybe they're waiting to to find out who's gonna be running for president. So mm. They can be like, you know, mm-hmm. tying it all together. Tying it all together. That's true. 
Um, but Def Linus, to go back to the comments, says, I don't agree with the whole Chino Steven interpretation, even though it makes sense with some of the lyrics. If it was actually about that, Chino wouldn't sing it like that. He sings it like it's about a woman, about how he wants to be with this girl and how he's unsure of what she wants. I love this song. Absolutely awesome. Good point. Yes. What do ladies want, huh? Uh, who fucking knows? Right? I, I mean, don't know. Chicks, man. Chicks. You know what mm-hmm. ladies want? Yeah. They want to be seen. Okay. Oh, they all right. to be respected. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think that's pretty much it. That's it. No other needs. None. <laughs> None. They want to be left alone to dry hump a pillow every <laughs> once in a while. Take that, Maslow. Where's that on your yeah. hierarchy of needs? <laughs> I think it's in there. Yeah. Uh, it's the 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 hierarchy is sitting atop the pillow. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the point of the hierarchy. Yeah. Uh, More like a nub. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, hey, what's your love language? It's like, leave me alone with a pillow. <laughs> That's my love language. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, everybody's got their own thing going. It's true. Um, this album was going to be called Lovers. And uh, but they they made it self-titled because Chino felt it would be too obvious the the, the content of the album. So there Pro- you go. Th- once again, a man who's aware of the the need that sensuality is built on a bit of mystery, a bit of mystique. The idea of like uh you know like we're gonna we're gonna show don't tell you know we're gonna we're gonna let this sort of what's the vibe. You know Chino's a vibe guy. Oh, yeah. You know Chino's a vibe guy. Sure. Yeah. Chino's like a walk into the room and be like, too many lights. Just turn like a couple off. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that vibe as well. Yeah. You ever, you ever done that one? But like, oh, too many lights in here. Yeah. You start killing lights. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. a light killer. You like killer? I have a soft lamp on my desk. To get like some soft light going. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like don't turn on these overhead lights. I don't mm-hmm. want I don't want this shit in my life. Okay. I, I am like yeah. don't open those those curtains. Keep the curtains drawn. Well, please. I mean, also that's like a privacy thing, that right? No. <laughs> oh no. I don't want natural light. <laughs> oh, in, oh, in general. Like, oh, okay. Oh. I'm like okay. let it diffuse through a curtain. Okay. Like, All right. I'm a big sunlight. It's like if you give me this like cold fluorescent dystopian fluorescence don't, no yeah i don't want to feel like i'm at fucking kmart okay i get that yeah give me some candlelight give me a fire i mm. want the oh. elements oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm an earth yeah sign. yeah guess what guys the planet figured it out with light <laughs> we could have left it alone but thomas edison couldn't find anything better to do that or whoever he stole the light bulb from oh jenny's Ooh. throwing down yeah you want to get into it <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the earth let's yeah. get into it oh boy crust uh, <laughs> inner crust mantle outer core, inner core. oh yeah. boy in the tunnels where the Illuminati live. Uh, you know what? It's uh, times like these that I'm reminded we are only two songs in. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, tune into my other podcast for more on that. Uh, but in the meantime, let's listen to Minerva.
Anybody else looking at shoes? <laughs> for sure. For sure. I love this song. Yeah. This is one of my favorite Deftone songs. Mm. Um, this is a an absolute staple for driving around with the windows down at night. Ooh, night drive. Yeah. I had a... I've been working a lot of late nights this week. Okay. And I had, I was driving home from work and it was really late, but it was nice out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not quite warm enough to mm-hmm. roll down your windows, but anybody who has lived in like a Midwestern climate or a climate where you have seasons mm-hmm. might know that as soon as it's it, even a little bit feasible to roll the windows <laughs> down, you just do. Yeah. And so this, having this uh, to listen to lined up perfectly with that. It was like really great. I love this song. I think the video is awesome. Mm, um, yeah. Although apparently it was like a real pain in the ass to get made. <laughs> oh, I mean, just watching it, it, it's one of those things where it's like when you're a kid and you watch a music video, you're just like, that's dope. It's cool. But then like, I don't know, you get older. And for some reason, especially for me, I'll watch it. It'll be like, that was a lot of work to get all those lights out there. Yeah. <laughs> like if you've ever filmed anything that has like a tiny bit of legitimacy to it, like with somebody who knows what they're doing and you realize like how long this shit takes mm-hmm. watching something like this. I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, uh, yeah. Cause they, they are in the desert surrounded by lights and um, just a really elaborate sort of rigging. Um, and the camera is swooping around them. Then at one point, Chino is walking through the desert by himself. The wind is blowing the sand around him. I mean, I've heard that sh- the worst two places to shoot anything are the desert and snow. That makes because sense. That re- makes a lot of sense. Because, and especially snow, because you said resetting the shot is impossible because then you, if you are walking in it, you have to basically figure out how to hide all the footprints from the previous take. And um, let's not shoot things where it's difficult for humans to survive. Yeah. But yeah, because I know um, I read a thing once that um, Sam Raimi, when he was making a simple plan, consulted the Coen brothers a lot on how they shot Fargo because he was like fucking shooting in snow. It's fucking terrible. What'd you guys do? And they exchanged notes to be on that email thread. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this one very already. Yeah, I also did a night drive to this album, and uh, this uh, you nailed it, Jenny. This is hey, thanks guys. Night drive, yeah, night drive record. Also, I did have some nugs when I did. Good for you. Look at you. Good for you. It was very nice. It was only a ten piece. Wow. Um, But uh, you gotta eat, Lauren. I gotta (laughs) eat. I know. I should have just played. I should have just done a twenty. What was I doing? Dude, get, you gotta eat. Get a hundred yeah. nugs. You got a long drive. <laughs> hundred nugs. Hundo nugs. <laughs> Listen, you guys, I also want to stop only once. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> Just tell them, tell them to break the rules with how many sauces they give you. <laughs> I'm going to need four. Uh, yeah. So this one, uh, I've kind of come around. Like I said, like when this came out, I, I initially was looking for more of like a ripper as a first single, but this seems to also fit like the the Deftones MO for singles in a way like change was the lead single from uh white pony. This is in the same sort of vein, but, but more shoegazy mm-hmm. more. Yeah. There's like no chug in this song. It's all just, this is a wide open expanse, be it space or the desert or even. Yeah. Time, 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 hey. time immortal. <laughs> Yeah, this drew comparisons to Siamese Dream Era Smashing Pumpkins and Hum, which is very much my shit. Mm-hmm. So, no I also, surprise. Yeah, yeah. I also got a failure vibe. Oh, yeah. Too. Again, mm-hmm. 
It's more very much my shit. Very much your shit. I like what I like. Yeah. I I was re-listening, not to get off on a failure topic for a second, but I was listening to the, not the most recent, but the the one that we, when we saw Failure on tour, Mm -hmm. that album. And that record stands the fuck up. The Heart is a Monster. Yeah, it's really good. That's a really good one. Matt, have you heard that record? I gotta dip in. I'm not a, I know a couple failure songs, but I have never listened to a full album. One of the, one of my favorite shows I've ever been to mm-hmm. was incredible. It was really good. Great light to, show. And yeah, I'll have to go in. Fun. Yeah. Um, and also, I believe I couldn't find it. I thought it was in the wiki. It may have been an interview I read that they had considered getting Ken Andrews to do this album. Really? But ended up going with Terry. Oh. So that's that's a that's a what if. That's that a what is. if. That's a yeah. If you ever want to go deep in, if you are like a record producer and you want to get nitty gritty record producer shit, go to Ken Andrews YouTube page. He's doing like a YouTube series where he breaks down making albums the Ken Andrews way. Like Pro Tools. Like I thought it'd be like this fun thing, but it is so technical that I'm literally like I, I'm out. But like if you are in that technical shit, check it out. Like how it works. Oh, literally going through like the plug-in. Like, do you guys remember Will Putney's special um, software plugins for recording guitars? Do you guys remember that? I remember. No, Will Put the Manifier. The Manifier. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I heard. Yeah. Uh-huh. That if you got this software kit, if you have the Will Putney software kit, you are going to have incredible guitar tones. You're going to have the crunch. You're going to have the crunch. You're going to have, have the riff. grind. Yeah. Oh, you're definitely going to have the grind. You're going to have these things. Uh, Ken Andrews is working on that level where he was talking about those things. And I was like, what is he talking about? And he's and he's talking in this way where it's like, Ken Andrews, if you get in the studio with Ken Andrews and you don't know what the fuck you're doing, he's going to be like, fine, fuck, roll my sleeves up. I'm going to do this all myself. I'll get this done. But Jesus fucking Christ. You boys are going to get recorded today. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, really, I mean, really just increased my respect for Ken Andrews and what a pro he is. So... Anyway, songmeanings.com. Jenny, what do people think this song is about? I normally don't like to read when somebody writes a novel, but I think what Chino69 says <laughs> needs to be read. Absolutely. So here we go. To me, the message is quite clear, so hopefully I'm able to clear it up for all of you. I'll start with this. In an interview with Chino, he stated that he's so captivated with the beauty of women. Not young women, but older women who carry with them a true sense of beauty. They can change shit, he says. Now I myself have an affinity towards women. Here we go. I think they are so incredibly beautiful, especially when involved with some form of art. My girlfriend draws pictures and paints, and to see her work just completely puts me in rapture. Such a strange numb, it could bring back peace to the earth. The musical voice of a woman is capable of pacifying everyone, even while everyone stands with differing opinions and points of view. (laughs) (laughs) The beauty is what reminds us that we all have a heart and can truly be interconnected. And God bless you all for the song you saved us. He's thanking all women singers of the world for the song and the sweetness in their voice has truly brought him back to that place of warmth and love. Minerva is the goddess of handicrafts and arts as well as war and Roman religion. She now sees how powerfully eloquent a woman can be in the dawn of her maturity. Doesn't have to be an old woman, just one who has truly developed herself in good ways. Wow, wow, wow. That's a lot. It's a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's really a lot from Chino69. Chino69. 
So wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Just rip the lid I'm off just of this saying, thing. Yeah. Just rip. So wait a minute. So I love it. It's just like. I love women. They're amazing. What's your screen name? Chino69. Yeah. Because my shit is nice. It's like seeing <laughs> like the most like exotic, like beautiful. Like you see somebody and you're just like, oh, I need to know everything. Like, what's his name? And they're like, Frank. Like, oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, Frank 420. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what's his screen name? Blaze Herb. <laughs> 424 Life. <laughs> I want to mention, most of the time when a comment gets upvoted on Song Meetings, it's like one to three. This comment was upvoted 13 times. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Update. It's been upvoted 14 times. That's me. <laughs> wow. Well, um, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that sets the tone for the 118 comments uh, on songmeanings.com. Uh, that is easily the best one. Uh, my second favorite is from Shikiko uh, Sukigi, who said, I think the song is about sex. It seems to explain really well the feeling of having an orgasm at the same time. Um. You feel pretty numb after that, and that kind of sensation sometimes really makes you think this could bring peace on the earth. Also, when she sings it's over equals when she orgasms, I can let myself go and share this moment with her. So God bless you all for the song you saved us equals God, God should bless all women for the pleasure we men can share with them. But it could be about breaking up too. I love the Deftones because the lyrics leave you wondering. Sorry about my English. I'm Italian. No worries. No yeah. need to apologize. You know, if everybody just had a pillow to hump. <laughs> There'd be no war. There'd be no war. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I see war, I'm like, there must be a pillow shortage. Yeah. Jeez. Why didn't that dictator just go come somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, yes. True. True. Sometimes you see these guys and they're just hanging out and you're just like, none of these people have had a me day in forever. Mm -hmm. They're full 24-7, 365. They need a couple weeks. Get out of town. Yeah. Getting out of town is huge. You don't realize it until you get out. The sun seems brighter. The sky seems more open. Doesn't matter where you live. Just get out of town. Yeah. Just, just for a day. Just for a day. Get a, a, week- a weekend trip. Yeah. Weekend trip. You do weekend trips all the time, Jenny. You and Mitch. Oh, yeah. It does wonders for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Come back to life. Yeah. You need to recharge. Absolutely. If anything, if we take anything from this episode. Which we are only three songs in. We're gonna <laughs> get that. through it. We're it gonna is. get through it. All right. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's Up do it. next is Good Morning Beautiful.
We are rocking. Deftones doing their damn thing. Doing the damn thing. Doing the damn thing. Jenny, thoughts on Good Morning Beautiful? Uh, I like it. It's a pretty straight ahead Deftones song, in my opinion. Uh, there wasn't anything about it that really like stood out and captured me, but mm-hmm. it felt just like a solid straight ahead Deftones song. Mm-hmm. No complaints. Mm. That's it. Okay. What do you think of the idea of this being... So the White Pony is generally considered like the sea change record for Deftones and like shifting their sound. Although when we did it, we still kind of agreed they're still pretty, we're pretty firmly new. And I remember when this album came out, you have obviously the four star Rolling Stone review, a lot of other people saying, you know, they kind of really fucking did it. I remember thinking at the time that this felt like a culmination, like they were really coming together and this was going, and I remember at the time thinking this will be the record. Like this will be the one that people are like going back to, which is not how it's worked out. White Pony is, turned into the touchstone really um but where do you feel like as far as i mean we're only four songs in is sort of like does this feel like an advancement does it feel like a lateral move does it feel like a a side journey where do you feel about it it feels like an advancement to me well in the i mean i guess it depends on like what you want from the depth oh god oh god (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it depends on what you want from this band (laughs) I won't even say the name anymore. Uh, it, it depends on what you want. Like, we'll get into it especially a little bit later, but um, I feel like we kind of skip around on this too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason that we go back to White Pony and not this one is because this album, while I love it, it is a little bit all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think it's an advancement. It doesn't feel lateral necessarily, but mm-hmm. it, it feels like taking a step into figuring out like how we want to move forward. Mm. Um, I wonder if it took so long to make because it was tough to get people on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it does have, I will say it does not uh, white pony. Definitely. Especially in the original version of white pony has a like cohesiveness that yeah. this record, um, not to spoil anything does not really have um, track to track. It seems like this is a new idea that we have. This is mm-hmm. a new thing we're trying out. Um, which I think also extends over into the record after this one, Saturday Night at Wrist, which is, if you thought this record had a fraught recording, whoo boy, Chino was like, I'm going to see you guys later. I'm going to go live somewhere else. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I wrote full-on sensual Chino in here with some sneaky backup vocals, and I wrote that it's an off-kilter rocker. Matt, thoughts on Good Morning Beautiful? I don't have too much to say about it that we didn't say already. To answer the question about, like, is this an advancement? I would say it's definitely a change. I I think they have, over the years, refined their sound. But it doesn't feel, I guess, raw. Like, the first record just feels like, whoa, boy. This one feels a little bit more like, we know what we're doing. Let's just do that thing we know how to do. And let's do it really well. Mm-hmm. I agree. Jenny, without even going into songmanies.com, <laughs> what do you think this song is about? Probably a breakup of some kind. I have wrestled with like what this thing could actually mean. It was, it's funny, this album, did, like we said, came out in 2003. Still AIM, Instant Messenger, still very active at this time lyrics to this album showing up on many a friends away messages away messages oh, absolutely yeah. absolutely formatting 
learn a little HTML out there. Yeah. So I always was uh, when I when I think of this one, I'm always like, is this about like I never wanted I, I never thought it was like an abusive relationship, but more so of just like like right now in this moment as I'm waking up with you, you know, good morning, beautiful. Like this is the moment, like everything's fine. But yeah, we should probably get out of here because eventually this glow is gonna fade. And then we're gonna be arguing about bullshit. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. Sick transit gloria. Glory fades. It does. It does. Songmeanings.com, of course, uh, 24 tremendous comments. Chino69 back with another novel. And I don't want to talk about so much his comment, but the response to that comment from Cyanide2060. Hmm. Did you see this comment? I did not. And he said, and he's talking to not just Chino, but to everybody. He says, you guys are all dead on, I think. I, I think th- I kind of thought the song was about a loving and working relationship that is full of conflict. You know, those couples that are always seen fighting yet truly love each other. I think this happens with Chino a lot. The chorus is kind of a warning to both the guy and the girl, kind of saying, we should calm down before this gets worse or the wrath is coming. Oh, and Chino69, I completely know where you're coming from. Females are never the angels we purposely mistake them for. Oh, boy. Uh, There it is. There it is. Look, I've tried to make everybody think I'm an angel. (laughs) You are the indigo angel. I I gave myself that name. But you know what? I'm just such a fucking bitch. (laughs) And I'll tear you down. Oh, here we go. I'll guys. render you sackless. Oh, <laughs> Jenny has taken up the guise of. Yeah, oh. that's right, boys. <laughs> I purposely tricked you into thinking I loved you by being nice <laughs> or looking at you when you're talking to me or asking you questions. You bitch. <laughs> I know. It's all part of my plan to. <laughs> I don't know. Have what. your needs met. I just enjoy hurting the feelings of men. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I sure. mean, yeah. if I could make you think that mm. you might have a chance with me by, mm. say, acknowledging you, Ooh. Um, mm. only to tear it away and make you feel crushing humiliation. Mm-hmm. Perfect, because I am going to create a future for us based on not talking to you Good. and my imagination. That sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, I'm going to get hired at a job because there aren't enough women in my field and not because I'm qualified. <laughs> so if that would be okay with everybody too. <laughs> yep, but we have a glass ceiling here, yes, so yeah. don't yeah. fuck with that. Oh, please. I yeah. won't. Yeah, I'm terrified of us. I wouldn't want to be ugly and get cut. <laughs> Go, you know, cuts up on my pretty face. You know, the money maker. That's right. Don't worry. In a few years, I'll have wrinkles, and then you'll be able to leapfrog throw, me. <laughs> throw me into the trash heap of history. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, I have to go find Chino, who appreciates mature woman. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. And by the way, what a hero! Oh right, just a I can't right? believe it. Oh man, hundred yeah. percent. Oh man. We should have a purple heart for any dude who mm-hmm. can just look at a sagging tit and not bones grow anybody up. over 30. Just. Hey, oh my god. Listen, I'm a shoegazer, but those are crow's feet and that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's right. 
And the Congressional Medal of Honor goes to you, Lord. Wow. I am so very brave. honored to receive this. Thank you so much. I appreciate so it. So brave. Thank Everyone you. here is so brave. Well, we're about five. <laughs> that was a fun ten. bit of business. That <laughs> yeah. was. We really. If anybody wants to know what I think about stuff, DM me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Slide into your DMs. Slide right into those DMs and get a screed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can I see a tit pick? <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> but here's a long bit of information I'd like to share with you about how I feel. Um, uh, you know what? It's just the way it is. Up next, we got Death Blow. feels a little them cribbing themselves in a way. It's a little change. Oh, hmm. uh, yeah. I can see a little change. If It doesn't necessarily feel like the best version. Like, I think change is the best version of that style of song. Interesting. I think my thing... I, here's the thing. I don't know if it's just that I've heard change too much. Hmm. And I kind of never want to hear it again for a little bit. Yeah, you like want to leave it alone. I want to leave it alone. I want to let it be. I want to let it have its space. I want to give change some space. Death blow for me, the tempo's up a little bit more. Yes. Because you know me. Gotta get them tempos up. They'll yeah. Be, they'll be coming around me That's with the goddamn ballad. No one would dare. Ugh. I mean, I'll take a ballad every now and again, but most of the time. Don't even. Get them out of here. No. I ain't got time. I want Door the tempos in your up. Yeah. Exactly. Tempo up. Tempo up. But not the Lizzo song tempo. Why did you have to do that to me? You brought up tempo. Tempo is not predates her. Yeah, like a Ford tempo. For Thank example. you. Yes. Oh, a tempo Which, of doom. Listen. Yes, the tempo of doom. Yes. Listen. Legends of the Hidden Tempo. Correct. I have, I have incredibly strong, wonderful memories mm-hmm. relating to a Ford tempo. Right. We can talk about that all day. Sure. Driving around with my buddy in the snow, sliding on ice. In four tempo. That sounds great. It was super fun. We were in our <laughs> teens. We had no concept of consequences. Or death. Or death. Think about Okay. Think about now. Death omnipresent, constantly looming. True. I said I had a physical last week. It went well. Well, you know, don't worry. <laughs> Good for you. Your boy is healthy. But we started talking about like the next 10 years, you know, things to start thinking about, be aware of, think about my mortality. But when you're 16. You're sitting in a Ford Tempo and the snow is freshly fallen and your friend says, let's just take some sick turns on these on these Michigan lefts. 
maybe run into the curb a little bit. It's going to be the time of your goddamn life. That's true. That is true. That is true. Because there's what's what's ahead, which is more fun. 16, yeah. 16 going on 17, baby. I, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> I definitely fearlessly drove to work in some very heavy snows. Now yeah. I'd be like, that's too dangerous. <laughs> I watched a movie last night and there was a roller coaster in it. Uh, it wasn't Fear. Was I was going to say, you watched Fear? No, yeah. I didn't watch Fear. It was uh, the, the newest um, family vacation movie. Um, what? It was actually good. <laughs> what? Wait, what? It has, uh, uh, God, what's his name? Christina Applegate's in it. Um, it's Rusty is grown up and he's taking his family to Wally World. Oh God! Okay, yes, it's so How it's is, the vacation series. But I, it's the last one. I they remember made. Ed Helms. Yeah, yes, yeah. How was this chosen? It was on TV. Okay, all right. Huh. <laughs> I was like, I'm all just the film. I, I was just like, we usually choose Citizen Kane, but last <laughs> night we watched something a little different. Uh I'm just saying the idea of being like, what are we going to rent? But I mean, yeah, if it's just on TV. No, yeah, but it was good. But they, they were on a roller coaster and I looked at him and I was like, that looks like shit to me. I don't <laughs> think I want to be thrown around on a roller coaster. And it was like one of those moments where you feel truly old. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, no, thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, this one, I really enjoyed this one. Definitely some night drive music going on here as well. Also, I mean, thinking of the live performance aspect, you know, get those hands in the air, get those lighters in the air. Once again, just the vibe, just the essence, just the mood that is immediately created and then sustained that. I don't know what that instrument is. It's maybe it's the keyboards, but there's like some maybe that's maybe that's the part of it with it as well as the atmosphere on this album is largely that those keyboard textures. That you wouldn't necessarily get with the scratching of a turntable. Mm-mm. You know, that's a different. That's a different vibe. It's a vibe. It's a different. It's vibe. a vibe. Very different. Vibe. Jenny, your thoughts on Death Blow? Uh, I don't have too much to add. I liked it. Night drive music. That's it. I was talking night drive stuff. It does does kind of make me want to put on a pair of trust companies. You know, uh, of, just get slide into your trust slide, companies. It, just, it, it does. It does make me want to go like say like you know, let's go to a trust company. I know they got a couple more. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. throwing that out there. I don't know how we feel. How we feel. Hey, man. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, song songmeanings.com, as we've said. <laughs> <laughs> I loved how you said it that time. Songmeanings.com. Uh, Jenny, did you have um, any comments that stuck out? No, to you? no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'll, uh, I'll just go to this one. I wrote down three. And uh, I'll go to this one by uh, Penelope Red. It's weird that you say that it sounds like sex, because in my opinion, Deftones has the best music to have sex to. All right. All right, real quick. We'll go around the table. Because we're all, I mean, I literally just thought of this just off the dome. Top three bands to do it to. <laughs> top three top three bands like, to go to the bone zone to go to the bone zone like these top three no question absolutely like yep like it works no matter what okay 
Here you go. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> Here's the deal. I, the, no, Matt, I, Matt, you don't need to caveat this. No, this I is off the dome. All right. I don't want anything of whom's rhythm I will not be able to keep up with. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. So so Iowa off the table. No slipknot. No slipknot. Got it. Yeah, I don't want to live up to a BPM that outlasts me. Okay, got it. I need I need something that does have a little bit more of a vibe to it. Got it. So I'm talking Gavin Friday Shag Tobacco. I'm talking about <laughs> I didn't didn't see that one coming. No idea. Yeah. Nobody sees Shag Tobacco coming. <laughs> no, I don't think they ever would. I think that's I think it's the last thing you see before you die. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. I, lo- I okay. look I look into the eyes right. of Shag Tobacco. All right. I think you got to go with I will I will make out all day to Damien Rice. Oh, okay. All I, right. I will do that. Something mm-hmm. lilty singer-songwriter in the background, just somebody in their feelings Got setting it. a mood. All right. Let's see. Third one. See, I'm not like I never am like, hey, let me put on this soul music and that's right. what's gonna seal the deal. Mm-hmm. I that is never who I've been, even right. though I've gotten more into soul music over the years. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like Guys, gotta put on Sigur Roses <laughs> first, <laughs> second record. Uh, the the Aegis Burnham. Yeah. yeah. Gotta do that. I'm all about plate tectonics. Let me <laughs> explore, baby. There we go. There's no way I'm telling <laughs> all of you what kind of music I would bone to. All right. Sharon Lois and Bram. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> That's the you, top three. If you Sharon Lois, Lois Bram. Bram. Got it. Um, <laughs> please play. Please play. Are you going to play the elephant song? Oh, yeah. I'm playing Skinnamarink right oh, now. Oh, Rink. Okay. You. Just let's set the scene. All right. Let's <laughs> set the scene. It's a really small closet. <laughs> it's full of bean bags. You open the closet door. You think, why are there so many bean bags in here? One falls down. You see a face. <laughs> Another one falls down. You see part of a naked body. Oh, no. Um, You're like, what is going on here? What is going on here? I'll tell you what's going on here. It is very hard to find (laughs) Sherry Lewis and Graham. Fair enough. Uh, While Matt searches, I will do my uh, off the dome top three. Okay. Massive attack. Okay. I'm in. Got a massive attack protection. Can't go wrong. It's been a long time, but Cigarro's Aegis Burnham. Yeah, that was an easy go to. Easy classic. S- slap that, slap that one in the CD player. Hit play, <laughs> bring the volume down. Yeah, and then start finding light sources that don't need to be on anymore. What's this thing doing? Mm. Oh, Underworld's dub no bass with my head man. Come on, that's an easy one. Mm. Again, I, nothing yeah. that is aggressive. <laughs> yeah, it just is like, oh, cool. We're relaxed. I would, fine. I would also say, uh, stony w- silence. Just <laughs> stony, cold, cold stony, cold silence. stony silence. Also good. Um, you know what? Latter Day Radiohead. I will go with that. Yeah. But then, I mean, the ultimate Bone Zone track. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the beanbags are falling down, revealing more of the naked body. Uh, oh boy! Rope, 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 rope! <laughs> wow! Sorry if everybody's like really, really horned up right now. <laughs> We're all going to jail. 
Oh, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, the almost famous DVD menu. That's just that. <laughs> Fever dog song over yes. and over again. Yes. I, here's the funniest thing about that. I have made out to a DVD menu way more than I'd like to admit. I think any person that is our age probably like the DVD menu. Listen, any yeah. Yeah, if you were yeah, if you went to college between I'd say yeah, 2000, 2009, yeah, you definitely were like if not a DVD menu, then at some point somebody noticed that the DVD guy was bouncing around the screen. And maybe, oh, yeah. and maybe in like a post-coital bliss, you both are trying to see if it'll hit the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the best way. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to read it because we've already gone too deep into this hole. But if you go on and read Cyanide 2060's comment, it's a pretty uh, line-by-line breakdown on how this entire song is about sex and uh, just breaking down the various parts of it. So you can get into that. Man, we haven't talked about the sex playlist in so long, and then you put us on blast. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Up next. (laughs) Keep this going. Yeah, when girls telephone boys. a ripper i like that truly a ripper truly a ripper and girls telephone boys we still talk about relationships this is a relationship talk album you guys it sure is when girls telephone boys uh, when girls telephone boys it's mm-hmm. different than when boys telephone girls that is true because it's like he's calling but then when girls telephone boys it's like why is she calling What's going on? Yeah, men and women are different. They are. It's a little different. It's a little, a little skewed. <laughs> men little. and women are different. different. They are different. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. What do you think one of the big differences between men and women are, Jenny? Mm-hmm. Like one of the main ones, what would you say? Well, women have two butts. Oh, and that's And men right. only have one. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most women never lose their baby tongue. All men lose their baby tongue. That's right. That's very true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss right. mine. So, yeah. 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 Most men have the mark of the <laughs> mark of the beast. They have the mark of the beast. This yeah, is true. They have that mark of the beast. You meet a girl with the mark of the beast, you're like, keep her. Keep her. Keep her. Yeah. Most women aren't like that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and but also the key one, all ladies have talons. That's true. There it is. Yeah, Talent. There it is. Because they hook them in. 
That's how it happens. That's how it is. That's, I, I, I think we like, all know that's how they get you. That's how they get you. And then they're calling you when girls telephone boys. What do we think the lady's saying up top at the top of the song? I have no idea. I don't know. So for the longest time, all I could make out was hella sensitive. She just goes, it's hella sensitive. And I remember being like, what's hella sensitive? Like, what is it? So songmeanings.com. Elmo 17 on the fucking case. What is said at the beginning before the band comes in? Ask that on June 15, 2003. October 30th, 2014. Oh, there we go. Bass player 82119 says, I know this is 11 years later, but for anyone looking now, it's, quote, push normal, your cock's inside. Do those things work? That's kind of why I'm talking to you. It's hella sensitive, end quote. And then somebody else said, holy shit, how do you know? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there's another comment later on that somebody says that, that the hella sensitive is, the, is in relation to the condom that someone is wearing, which then opens the question up of where is this recording from? Because mm. it doesn't sound like it's pulled from a movie or an adult movie. It sounds like a home recording. It sounds like a voicemail. Mm-hmm. He's beating Drake to the punch. He is, well, he is, he's, he's beating Drake, but who beat, who beat Chino? You know who beat Chino? Who beat Chino? Greg Dooley. Oh. 1965. Mm. The short track in 1965. You hear some some moans and some noises. The word on the street recorded in one location of one Greg Dooley's bedroom. Why? Not cool. I mean, if he had consent. Do you think he had consent? Yes. Search your heart. <laughs> Look, guys, save it for wig talk. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're going to have to bring consent oh, to wig talk. Uh, Does anybody have some pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're okay with it. Just if you're all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am horned up. Y'all talk about sex playlists? Oh, boy. Uh, all right. All right. All up right. Next. Up next. We got Battle Axe. <laughs> Man, that snake is horny. That's, that's he weird. He just came in here like a rocket ship. Oh, man, yeah. let me tell you. You know who's hella sensitive? Consent sick. Oh, yeah. He's writhing.
this feels like uh like if you have like a trilogy of the moody spaced out boys on this album it's like starts with minerva goes to death blow and then sort of concludes with battle axe in this sort of this sound because i don't think there's anything exactly like this in the rest of the album unless i'm misremembering no i think you're right um but yeah i wrote it's a sprawled out crusher going for some spacey jams once again we got that hum influence the failure influence i wrote it's a beauty jam because it's kind of beautiful whoa yeah and i wrote night drive give me that 20 piece there we go yeah jenny i agree I there I don't think there's a whole lot more to say about that. Mm-hmm. I like I like when Def the wait wait oh man I like when Deftones go to the shoegazy place. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. uh that's my jam. That's mm-hmm. my zone right there. So yeah. loving it. Yeah, Matt. All of what you have said, and when I read Battle Axe, all I think of is Norm Macdonald <laughs> referring to his Battle Axe wife. <laughs> And I wonder yeah. mm-hmm. if there's a website that Matt. might have some meanings to see if that correlation stands. So the my favorite comments on this song have nothing to do with the meaning, but more to do with the feeling that this song evokes. Jenny, did you have any meaning ones that you liked? Or, um, I think all of these songs, people are like, I'm pretty sure it's about a relationship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I think that's probably right. <laughs> A sick codependent relationship, if Magister is to be believed. Um, my uh, my favorite comments. Uh, first one is from Irish Deftone Six, who said, "Best song on the new album, other than Needles and Pins. Nothing like cruising around, head nowhere, blaring the Deftones. God, I need a beer. Wow. Irish Deftone Six." Do what you got to do. Really on stereotype brand. <laughs> really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just an Irish Deftone fan driving around, nowhere to go. Really just want to get a little. Get, get that little, beer. Get, God, I need wet, wet their whistle. And then Silence Interrupted said, this song is really cool, especially when you're high. It's really romantic, but sad at the same time. Entirely possible this comment was also written while high. Possibly. Possibly. Always a possibility. Always a possibility. How new are we feeling this album is thus far? Not not as new as we've been in the past. Yeah. There's a few songs where I'm just like, there it is. It's there. There's that chug. Mm -hmm. But most of it, I feel, is in that is in that shoegazy alternative mm-hmm. it's, you know wall of sound space yeah i thought hexagram definitely you know we'll get into it more when we get into canon talk but i just wanted to check in see how we were feeling mm-hmm. you on the same page or am I, am I, I no 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 i think we got a little bit in hexagram and needles and pins and then we've been solidly in the alternative zone mm-hmm. but that could all change oh that's that could all that change. That could all change. That could all change. Like soon. Mm-hmm. Um, up L- next. Lucky you. We got lucky, lucky you. you.
I know his voice is coming up, but I got to turn uh, I mean, it down. You, you, you basically got it. Um, this is uh, featuring DJ Crook. And uh, this one, uh, this was actually the first song that I heard from this album because it was on the Matrix Reloaded soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. But you know your boy picked up a copy day of. I, yeah. You know I was there. I expect nothing less. I was like, what's on this thing? New Deftones? Some new POD? Yeah. Get that in my hot little hands. Let's do it. Summer 03, best summer of my life. Matrix Reloaded. See three times in the theaters. Let's fucking go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm anything if not me. So, um, yeah, and that's what we love. Uh, yeah. Um, this definitely felt like a prelude to Chino's side project team sleep, which I basically heard this and then started to hear like leaks of stuff on the old interwebs at the time when it was truly lawless. Yeah. Uh, this one is weird because Chino, when you have sensual Chino, he's, I feel like he is upright. He's standing. He's whispering in your ear. Chino on this song is laying down. I thought so too. He may actually be falling asleep and mumbling. Yeah. It may also be one of the situations, because like we said, he was, he's getting deep into the weeds with this. The triumvirate. The drinky drink. The druggy drugs. The ladies. The ladies. The ladies. You know? And sometimes, and I think this is men and women. Sometimes I understand that they're different, by the way. They're different. But Mm -hmm. this is one thing that they are the same is that you might get just a little too lit up at a party on whatever. Okay. Poppers. Could be poppers. Mm -hmm. Could just be some regular old alcohol. Maybe, I don't know, you smoke something. I don't know. Maybe you're just out of it. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep. Yeah. Maybe you're tired. You're just tired. Maybe you didn't take an apical train. Yeah. And you're like laying out on a couch. And there's that person you've been, you had an eye on, you know, you've been wanting to talk to them, but they, and they're leaving, but you're too out of it to get up. But you're like, Hey, you leaving? Where are you going? But you can't get too out. You can't get up off that couch. Hmm. You can't get out. That's the vibe I get from Chino on this is literally like the lucky you is ironic. Like he's like, Hey, it's me. He's <laughs> like a fucking mess. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And we don't really get, I don't think we've really gotten necessarily like real, like I think Chino's definitely been messy on previous albums, but he's never been like this messy. Yeah, this is yeah. like, no, stop. Yeah. Stop. No, no, it's cool. I can get up. And then they just sort of crawl across the floor. Yeah. 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 Where this did is, I put my say phone? Say some embarrassing yeah. stuff. Yeah. This is kind of pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely in, in, in its attitude. Yes, yeah. I'm so. flashing back. <laughs> Jenny, have, have you have you said some unfortunate things from a sprawl position to people? Oh, I'm sure I have. <laughs> no, I can't remember them. Oh but, no, no, but can. I remember being on the other side of oh. it. <laughs> Which what is I'm thinking a of. goddamn nightmare. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But also, I'm certain that any sort of uh, drunken humiliation or bad move you could make. Your girls made it. <laughs> Your boys made a few. <laughs> Your boy has definitely made a few. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Glad to be. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Not doing that <laughs> yeah. anymore. Me, truly. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, because. Yeah. Woof. That's, all <laughs> That's a hard woof. Yeah. Like, Do you remember what you yelled at that person last night? And I'm like, please yeah. don't remind me. No. And they told me, and I'm like, oh shit. 
Well, well, you pro- well, <laughs> what happened, Jenny? You probably whipped out your baby tongue and just <laughs> yeah. put through those talons around. That's how I lost my baby tongue. Oh, mm-hmm. that's oh yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's why I'm no longer considered feminine. <laughs> oh, I lost my baby oh, tongue. Oh no. Uh, what what did you think of Lucky You? I could I could leave it. I would say mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, I it made me ask a question in my head. Like, at any point did uh, Chino say like he was really into Depeche Mode or any of those bands? They oh, cover what? a Depeche Mode they, song. Yeah, they did the Depeche Mode tribute album because this definitely felt like their take on that style. Like, yeah, take a song like uh, Stripped. Um, or something off anything off a of violator, and then added added Deftones. I mean, piece to it. Do I do I think that Chino has sat in a room and listened to Clean on a loop? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. The cleanest of green. Yeah. That. Yeah. Chino has definitely done that. So yeah, I can definitely see that connection in that regard and. Him just sort of spacing it through. It, it is interesting. I mean, have you guys heard the Team Sleep album? Have you heard that? No, I've never heard it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that just a yeah acknowledgement or a yeah like yeah and no? Oh, no, it's just oh. acknowledgement. Okay. Um, I see why you'd be scared, but yeah. I'm just acknowledging <laughs> Acknowledge it. it. Yeah. Um, it, is, it is one of those things where it is both less and more of this. Like there's like, like it's bringing this, but not in the way you expect but not in the more like yeah that that record that record is still a confounding listen truly like yeah. i remember being like chino solo record let's go and then putting it on and being like i don't know i don't quite understand oh i think there is a team sleep song on the matrix reloaded soundtrack too that is more upbeat than this but anyway i digress uh songmeanings.com of course you know everybody going in 23 comments sex uh, Cyanide twenty sixty back again. I could be totally wrong, but after listening to this song several times, I've kind of painted a picture of the author Chino being out somewhere and under the influence of alcohol. Oh, you're getting warmer, bro. <laughs> the tempo and vibe of the song is very different than the rest of the record, which causes it to stand out. The music sort of feels very sexual and erotic. I think the song is basically Chino daring someone to try and pick him up, almost like an ego thing. You think you're good enough for me? Come and get some. Oh, boy. Like in those old Clint Eastwood movies where he challenges someone to pull a gun because he knows he's quicker and a better shot. So you just sort of get the impression of Chino being out, drunk or buzzed, and waiting for someone to make a move. Spread your wings and sail out to me. Kind of makes me think of describing a girl (laughs) spreading her legs and inviting him in. Of course, maybe I'm just a sick little pervert. Well, at least you brought that together at the end. Um... I mean, that sort of fits with what I was saying, but with, um, yeah, I still don't think he's upright. I think he's, I think it's literally like, hey, it's me over here on this giant L-shaped couch. Join me? Question mark. Question mark. Apostrophe. (laughs) Extra punctuation not needed. (laughs) Um, All right. I think it's time. All right. It's time. Next. We've got Bloody Cape. Lauren has his hand up in the air. (laughs) 
can go to 235, please. You got it, buddy. 235. Thank you. You got it. I like that too. I like that little guitar breakdown. If I can go to my notes, this is it. This is the one. Let's go. Let's fuck it up. Wow. New metal as fuck. Riff to die for. This is why we do this shit. Wow. Play this when you put me in the ground. <laughs> All right. I'm going to remember you said that. All right, Jenny, you're in charge of burial and epitaphs for I, both Matt and I. I know. All right. I'm we are both older than right. you. You are burying us. I, That's what we agreed to when we started the podcast. No. We're going to talk about new metal every week and you will bury us. Well, I, I am actually going to an estate planner, so I'm putting it in. <laughs> it's going fine. in. It's fine. Unless I get into like, I don't know, stunts or something. Do not get fine. into stunts. You are bar- We can't bury you. We won't know what to do. We can't think of good epitaphs. Well, I'm just going to I'm going to ride a, a motocross bike so fast that I jump over like a thousand semis and just <laughs> blast into the sun. <laughs> so you won't have to worry about anything. Who's going to bury us now? She shook loose the confines of Earth, Lauren. Oh, my yeah. gosh. All I know is somebody better play fucking Bloody Cape in my funeral. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. It's an all-time Deftones track. Classic song. I love this song. Probably, I don't know, for me, I, yeah, like top five, top three Deftones for me. Maybe number one. I don't know. Wow. I love this song. The first time I heard this song was the first time listening to this album. I was going through it. And and also, this album, re-listening to it for the show, made me realize how unheavy the music was that I was listening to at the time that I thought this was the heaviest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And listening to it now... I'm like, this is not that heavy this in comparison to the best. world of heavy music. And um, but this song, I mean, tucked in right there, track nine. I I mean, I love it. This is this is the one. I love this song. Top to bottom, tip to tail, as they like to say. Stem to stern. Stem to stern, beginning to end. End to end. End to end. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's tremendous. Jenny, thoughts on Bloody Cape? Uh, I liked it a great deal. I don't know if I like it as much as you like it. I don't think it's possible. It's not. It's <laughs> not. But uh, I really enjoyed the song. I think this is probably like the most new moment we get on this record. Mm-hmm. Um, loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved yeah, it. It does end also. I mean, like, like it's got all of the things. It's also emerging of like bringing the new really back hard. Still having the spacey verses, the choruses are heavy, but then it ends with him screaming, God help me, over a repeated chunk, chunk, chunk. Ah, it's incredible. Simply incredible. Matt, thoughts on Bloody Cape? I love how much you love it. Thank you. Uh, it's just a joy to watch somebody like fan out over mm. something that hard. Mm. I like the song. I think it's a very good song. Mm. Um, kind of being the first time that I'm hearing it, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a fair thing for me to comment too much on it. But got that hot riff, mm-hmm. nearly activated the pit, but I was like, it's Deftones. Let me just wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of went into some of their some of their things that they do well. But mm-hmm. like top form. They're in top form, baby. Top form, top form. Uh, Jenny, the video for the song. 
Do you remember the video for this song? No, hold on. So this was oh, like, yes. So this video was an online exclusive. I remember like I had to like move quick to see this thing. And it was like gone on and then gone. And then I didn't get to see it again until they put out the DVD uh, with their uh, B-sides and acoustic stuff. Interesting choice for a video. Because it's basically a very, I'll just read what I wrote. A very hot woman walks a large dog around a deserted town, is occasionally ogled by a few members of the band who are just standing around doing nothing uh, while the band is performing in a rehearsal space and Chino still has floppy hair. That's very apt. Yeah. But at one point, the woman who goes into a store and I think it's Frank is standing outside the store and she's like, hold my dog. Yeah. And, and it's very clear. Frank does not know this woman. <laughs> and he's like, all right. Yeah. He sure. just does it. He just does it. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So the video, video, I, I kind of, the first time I saw the video, I was like, I probably could have done a better video for this song, this song. But, you know. I mean, if the video for Buddy Cape was the video for Hexagram. There you go. Jesus Christ. But um, but this song, tremendous. I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, we do have to mention one comment on songmeetings.com because it is a game changer. Are you ready for the game changer? Yes. The comment is from The Same Sound, is the commenter's name. They said, this song is my absolute favorite. It gives me chills every time I listen to it. Pure genius. Whoa. There it is, everybody. They're putting it down. Deftones for the genius list. Let's pull it up. I thought I had it. Give me a second. (laughs) 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 All right. There we go. This is the genius list. For those keeping track at home, Otap. Genius. Genius. Cornelius. Genius. Draymond. Genius. Burton C. Bell. Genius. The Rift to Check You by From Zero. Genius. Corey Taylor. Genius. Self proclaimed. Mad genius. Mad genius, sorry. Fred Durst. Genius. And Superior Songwriter. All of System of a Down. Genius. Yep. Nightmare by Dracul Logic. Genius. Genius. Scooter. No. Denied. No, no. Scooter is a wedding genius. <gasps> okay. That's right. He was, he was grandfathered in as a wedding genius. Right. Sweet Mitchell. Genius. 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 And Rob Zombie. He's a genius and also master of mystery. <laughs> and uh, just for those wanting to know, the current denials, Shifty and Epic were denied by Jenny. Daryl Palumbo was denied by all of us. And Aaron Lewis was denied by Jenny and Matt. Pending... Pending further investigation, Finger Eleven and Kane Hill. So wow. that is the genius list. And now, added to it, Deftones. There we go. And I will put pure genius. There you have it. Your new updated scorecard on the genius list. Honestly, I saw that comment and I was like, finally. Good. I'm glad somebody somebody knows. Someone if, if, if the if the Deftones are gonna be if I'm sorry, if Deftones are going to be inducted onto the genius list as pure geniuses. It's for this fucking song. Well done. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Got a couple tracks left. Oh, so I have to ask how respectful of our time is this record? This record comes in at 47 minutes and 14 seconds. Love it. Yeah. Very respectful. 11 tracks, 47 minutes. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. All right. Anniversary of an uninteresting event. Thank you. 
So this is uh, moody and romantic. Basically goes like that through the the whole song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote moody ballad. I actually prefer this to Lucky You. I, I like the brightness a bit more. Lucky mm-hmm. You just has sort of a smoky vibe, smoky ambiance. Um, if I'll be honest, Lucky You has a bit of like dirty couch smell. And this has, um, does not have a dirty couch smell. <laughs> I don't have like an, uh, an either or on it. Gave me a little bit of like um, like a bit of a Twilight Singers vibe a little bit along with The Cure. Yeah, yeah. I could see that for sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's very, um, and it's the prettiest moment on the album, without a doubt. I admit that in my old age, I've definitely enjoyed this song more when I was younger and this album came out coming off a bloody cape i wanted like five more bloody capes and this song was always like a all right i guess and it would sort of just end the album for me a little bit but um but hearing it now i mean i'm getting older five more bloody capes i'm not built for that no, no i'm not no. i just had my physical and that, that guy might as well said to me you don't have many bloody many bloody capes left in you so. yeah that's the medical yeah. terminology yeah absolutely so um yeah this thing was uh uh, it was nice. It definitely in, in the, the, you know, th- I would say the sequencing, I don't know if I was always 100% with the sequencing on this album, but I actually think following Bloody Cape with this actually makes sense um, just for health reasons. Yeah. You know, bring it down a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one, Jenny? Uh, I agree. It's very pretty. It's nice. It's a nice chill boy. Mm-hmm. I do like it better than Lucky You as well. Uh, and it's it's a welcome slow boy for me. I usually am not one for slow boys, but these have a a nice moodiness to them and a little sparkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah, and you have um, Chino on this one. I don't know if I want to go sensual Chino, more of uh, a wistful Chino, like he's sort of thinking back. He's reflective, reflective mm. Chino. Um, songmeanings.com. People come to this site to talk about what songs mean. Always. They, they come to the site to tell you how these songs make them feel. Always. Sometimes they come to the site to, to let write. you know that there's not enough comments on the song. That's right. Yes, that is true. <laughs> and they also sometimes show up uh, to let you know uh, that they need to speak to someone directly. And they will do so in a comment that what ostensibly feels like is about the song, but then goes off in a whole other direction. Well, let's hear it. It's called End Search of the Truth as a Commenter. It's oh a bit of a God, journey. It's, it's a bit of a journey. I don't think I can do the whole thing. It's a long one. It's a really long one. I'll just pick out some current, some things in it. So basically he talks about, he starts off in what you feel is going to be discussion of the science. He says, I think no more gold lights for the Queen Earth means that he will no longer see this girl in the candlelight because she has left him. Somebody told me that Chino is single again. Is that true? I don't know. If so, I'm sure he'll find another. Anyway, I used to call my ex-fiance my Earth because she meant the world to me. And away we go. True. That's very true. Oh, and wait a minute. Jenny, you, as a fellow Earth sign, yes. did you feel bad for this girl instantly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see something that starts to go in this direction, I'm like, oh boy, here, here we, we go. go. I imagine he's like, my former fiance. I'm like, did you like ask her to marry you? And she was like, sure. And then she was like, hey, I, I thought like, about it. No. 
I mean, I always get worried that it's more of a situation of like, you know, I'd really like to marry you. And she's like, I, I, I work with you twice a week. Like, I don't know where this is coming from. Oh, no, I've created a whole future for us. Yeah. 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 I mean, that kind of happened on Love is Blind a little bit. So. Love is Blind, the hot show. Yeah. The hot show. Mm-hmm. You tell me about it and then instantly... Everyone's talking it's about it. It's got the Roach Coach bump. It's got the bump. Got that RKB. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is a giant block of text that just goes off in a million directions. Um, I mean, I can just dive in at one point, and he's literally says, bars are supposed to be a fun place, but believe me when I when I tell you that bars can be the shittiest place to be whenever you have a broken heart. Like, where are we? Where did we go? Yeah. And then there's still more under that. And then and my ex wasn't easy or anything. It's just that I knew there was going to be involved sooner or later. And that fucker would impress my ex with his money and his little rich boy's ways. And you're like, what is going on? And at the end of it, he said, I definitely would trade it all for another chance at love. Anyway, this song makes me think of my ex. AMR, I miss you. Yeah. <sighs> she got scooped up by James Spader and Pretty in Pink. And <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Sounds serious. Yeah. 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 With his money and his rich boy, boy ways. Rich boy ways. And then um, I don't want to blow anybody's mind, but Cyanide2060 rolled in to just basically give you more play-by-play on how this song is sex. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to read that one again, I'm not reading that one. I'm still, I'm still just end search for truth. We see you. We hear you. For sure. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Yeah, don't go to bars, man. Not when you're sad. Not when you're sad. Absolutely yeah. not. Don't do that. That should be a fun place, not a place. Mm-mm. Bars are. Su- I don't know if bars are supposed to be. Fun. I don't think so. Really, the insinuation, like is we that go the, there, the most fun. It's supposed. To, I mean, when you go out on a Friday or Saturday night and you're driving down looking for parking, you're driving past lines of people that would indicate to you that they are wait. You're, when you're waiting in a line, and it's not at the grocery store, I feel like the insinuation. You know, is like you are waiting in line because it's I'm I'm waiting for entrance to to fun to excitement. I see. I think we go to different kinds of bars. I think so. Yeah. All right. All right. We got one track left, and it's called Moana. Man, I can't wait for the Rock to start singing. Oh, he's great on this. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome.
Big closer. Epic feel. We're going for epic for this closer. Going big. Widescreen. Widescreen, guys. Anamorphic that shit. Uh, <laughs> How do you sound? I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, it has, and I definitely, I, I definitely feel like it has like a little more movement, a little more, like a little more chino hip swivel to it, and I like it. I don't think it's an all timer closer, but it's a good closer, good closer, and it makes sense. Getting it done, getting it done, definitely getting it done. Jenny, thoughts on Moana? Um, I agree with you. It wasn't an all timer, but it was a good closer. Looks like it might be uh, about. Uh, an Italian pornographic actress named Moana Moana Posey who just went by Moana, but uh, that you know. <laughs> That's entirely up to whether or not you believe songmeanings.com. Yeah. Um, couple comments in songmeanings.com because we got to close out this epic run because people were just they were on fire, really, for lack of a better word, just mm. on fire. Deftones brings it out of people. It does. It does. So uh, this comment, uh, which I actually. Just I normally don't really go beyond the first page when there's like a hundred comments or whatever, but I decided to dip in on this last one. And I found a comment from Pariah nine one nine. They said it's pretty blatant, though I think I can, it can apply to almost anyone female who captivates you, gives you a feeling of fixed fascination, mesmerizes you with her distinct movement, that hypnotizing appearance, and that certain sound that sends you into a spellbound state, transfixing your mind, <laughs> rhapsodic perplexity. <laughs> gratification of what is to you a dramatic performance a tantalizing figure an essence of being that you can feel flowing through your body shuddering your heart intoxication she moves you i read one poem by lord byron and i figured this is how you get pussy so here you go i don't know what's wrong It it does it just it feels like, oh, I got it. I'm going to be the wordsmith. The shark with the silver tongue. <laughs> I just know that a lady, Jenny, I know, you were when you were out and you were a single lady, if a guy came up to you and said, I am mesmerized by your distinct movements. <laughs> I have to tell you, I, I don't think about this stuff very much at all anymore. But, I mean, there was like a good a good long time where dudes would say weird shit to me all the time. And Mm. because of the things that I'm interested in, sometimes it would be dudes who are a little weird. Um, so yeah, every so often you'd get someone who would like say shit like that. And I'd be like, uh, (laughs) what? (laughs) Thanks. That's super nice. It's too weird, man. It's too weird for me. It's too much of a like a magician situation. I yeah. feel. Yeah. You want to see some magic? No. No. I don't. You know, I know this is a long episode, but I'm going to tell you very quickly that the other day I was at the Y. I've been running a mm. lot, and there was this dude who walked into the Y who did not look like I go to the Y a lot, and I was like, "Who is this fucking maniac?" So I chose a machine nearby him because he was on the phone as well. And he's Australian and he's having all these conversations about how like he's like talking to dudes in like Vegas and he's only here for a couple days. And so I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? So I stayed on the treadmill for like 30 minutes longer than I intended to just over like just eavesdropping my headphones and pretending like I'm listening to music. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Turns out 
this dude is half of a duo that was on America's Got Talent called The Naked Magicians. And he was trying to find uh, Zippo fluid and toilet paper for a bit they were going to do on social media. I learned all about why their Vegas run didn't fail and how they might be going back there to a place called like Excalibur or something like that. Mm. But they have to provide their own limo. Um and they're doing two shows in Detroit. And so he's like working out. And he he said the line, you know, these magicians, and this is all in an Australian accent, which I will not try to do. He said, you know, the magicians online are all dicks, but you get into towns and the local magicians are the coolest. He was talking to someone named Benny. So I followed them on social media. The next day they do a trick where they like put hand sanitizer into a bowl and set it on fire and it turns into toilet paper because apparently there's some toilet paper shortage happening in Australia. Apparently people are buying toilet paper. I've heard I heard the thing is that people are buying toilet paper for the for the coronavirus, but there's nothing about the coronavirus that indicates you need more toilet paper than you would normally have in your house. All I have to tell you is I've been having a really like a lot of very long days at work and when I was just I felt like it was a real wink from the universe i'm like you put a loud obnoxious magician magician next, next to me <laughs> i was like i called mitch and i was like just prepare for me to be super excited when i get home i can't believe what just happened <laughs> then i when i was pulling out of the parking garage i turned the corner they were playing at the music hall in detroit on their big marquee it's this motherfucker not wearing clothes holding a rabbit and a, a magician's hat over his dick <laughs> Perfect. Wow! So perfect. the cannon, the cannon, the All right, um, Jenny, we'll start with you. Um, I love this album, and I really enjoyed listening to it. And I'm so glad that we did. It reminded me of a lot of songs I haven't thought about in a long time. That said, um, I think, like the genre tag suggests, this isn't the most new record that we've listened to. Um, so I wouldn't put the whole thing in, but uh, I do think Bloody Cape is worth induction, and that's where I land. Lauren, what do you think? Uh, yeah, this remains a tremendous album, the band embracing a bigger, spacier sound uh, between some straight-up rippers and a total classic. Uh, feels like a culmination instead of another step forward like White Pony. I I agree the, uh, the new is you've got it on Hexagram, you've got it on... Uh, on uh, Girls Telephone Boys, I guess a bit. Although, really, when Girls Telephone Boys, I don't think we've really talked about it. It's really more of like almost like a hardcore song in a lot of ways. Hmm. Um, but Bloody Cape, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Gotta, gotta, gotta go in. So that is, yeah. So I'd definitely say um, um, Bloody Cape has to go in. That would be my pick. Menas. Bloody Cape. Bloody Cape. Bloody Cape. Great album. Great album. The boys done it again. The boys done it again. Deftones done it again. <laughs> Can I tell you guys something? Sure, yeah. It's nothing to do with the Deftones. Okay. Literally, as we were talking about the Naked Magician thing that I was telling you, Sweet Mitchell sent me a uh, an Instagram post that a friend of ours has a picture <laughs> with the Naked Magician. I was going to mention oh, it. Oh, my was- gosh. I just the the just the serendipity of it all. Incredible. Um and bloody cape. Bloody <laughs> cape. Bloody cape everybody. And there you have it, Deftones, bloody cape in the canon where it always should have been and now will always be. 
And that is the end of our episode. Keep on saying hello to us online on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're Roach Coach and all those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Say hello. Send some album racks. Put some YouTube links in there. So, you know, if we uh, go online and try to find the songs and we keep finding electronic dance people that are under the same name <laughs> helps us out a little bit and uh of course head on over to roachcoach.com go to the store get yourself ordered up and a activate the pit tea limited time baby april 1st these bad boys are gone gone so get them while get they're hot shirt get that shirt until next time jenny thank you lauren thank you matt Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.